Yes sir, yes sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. I'm back with my main man Tommy. What up though? So I'm I'm feeling real uh psychic. <laughs> like you should call me Miss Cleo. You know, I, I gave y'all the the NBA champ last year in Golden State. I gave y'all also the women's college basketball champ in South Carolina and the WNBA champ in Las Vegas. And hell, I got the Super Bowl right too. Got uh, this, and almost was right on the points. Well, I I had to win it by three. Um, I got the they they won by three, but I think I had it like twenty seven twenty four or something. So, uh, damn good game. Um, the last few Super Bowl minus the the Tampa Bay Kansas City game has has been pretty good. Um, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're right about that. Yeah, let's um because I'm just thinking Kansas City, um, the 49 ers was a pretty good game. Kansas City came back last year. Um it was close until Eric Aaron Donald made them them two sacks back to back. So we we seen some pretty good um, overall, pretty good Super Bowls, twenty eight three Philly special. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the recent Super Bowls have been pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah, they've been they've been pretty competitive. I, I would say that I would say they've been very competitive. Yeah. So let's let's get into the game. Um, first of all, let's talk about that damn field. I don't think in recent Super Bowl history or any of the Super Bowls I can remember the field playing a pivotal role. Um, it seems like every time I looked up, somebody was slipping. Um, hell, Travis Kelsey slipped on his touchdown celebration. The Eagles kicker, I don't know how he didn't sprain his ankle or anything on a kickoff where he uh, slipped. Um, but I've never seen a field, Super Bowl-wise, play so poorly. Now, I agree with you about that with the field. The field this season has been really bad. And a lot of the players have been talking about that, too. How home field advantage for some players and for some teams, it, it bit us even with the Lions. They complained about, remember, the Carolina Panthers field. Yeah, being that, so bad. Yeah, because that one I want to say was frozen for part of the game. Um, yeah, they said that field was hard as a rock, and in certain spots, I guess since it was it thawed out a little bit throughout the game, but in certain spots it was really uh, soft. So you're talking about a hard field, but then patches of it were soft, and if you happen to step in that patch, you can twist your ankle. So, yeah. It, that field was pretty shitty, but I don't know, man. I, what do you think about the refereeing, though, in the game? Do you think the referees played a good, good um, part in that game? So let's let's just get into the ref. I, they they missed some calls. Um, there was a call on Juju. I want to say it was in the first quarter where it was a blatant hold. Uh, I remember that one. That that you were correct about that. I I thought the fumble. 
Uh, when the guy fumbled, I thought that was really a fumble. He made a football move. Yeah, I, he took two steps. It was funny because somebody on talk radio today was like, "I know even I th- it was actually John Jansen this morning." But it's like I feel like I even know what less of a catch is because, <sighs> yeah, it looked like it was a fumble. Uh, the Devonte Smith, <laughs> I don't know. It looked like a catch. The the tightest. Uh, what was it? Goddard, I, I thought his catch felt like he bobbled it going out. So, uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's what I was like. How the hell was that a catch? Yeah, so Man, I, I'm really confused. <laughs> what's a catch? Was not a catch. Um, even though Jalen, even though Philly took the loss, I think you could have made a case for Jalen Hurts being the MVP of that game. Yeah, I, I thought he played his butt off. I thought that it was a lot of holding. Every time I look, you know, when you got mobile quarterbacks like a Mahomes and like a Hurts, those guys are, you know, and they're scrambling. Those guys are, I saying so much holding. I'm like, geez, they're going to call a pin, but they didn't call it. And I'm yeah, like, so, close. and I think yeah. the field also helped um, both quarterbacks in some aspects because there were several plays where I noticed, like, the, the Philly DN or, or the Kansas City DN was in pretty good position to, to sack him, and then they slipped. Like, cause, see, they had the tackle beat, and it's like the field monster just came up and, and got them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I said, those damn script writers, man. Rodney, you've been reading those scripts. That's what it is. <laughs> <That's how> you- <laughs> yeah, um... The, the first half, Philly severely outplayed Kansas City. Um, if Jalen Hurts doesn't fumble and if return for a touchdown, you might be looking at a 28-7 uh, Philly lead. Yeah, and that came out of nowhere, too. But it looked like he I, – I, I just – I don't know how the hell he fumbled that. Just, I guess he just lost control of the ball or – I don't know. That just was weird to me. And it came out of nowhere, too. Just for him to lose the ball like that. Yeah. I, a lot of those plays, a lot of those plays were like bang, bang. Mm-hmm. I don't, it looked like he was trying to switch hands. I don't know if the ball was, I don't know if the ball was wet or what. It, it, just, it, it was an odd fumble. Um, yeah, it's just really odd. So it just it got a lot of conspiracy. That was a conspiracy theorist uh, dream right there. That whole game, because all I heard was, "Man, this doesn't seem right," and it, you know, it's set up for Mahomes and set up for this and that. And I'm like, "Hey, I, I don't know." Well, if it's set up for Mahomes, so we heard all season about how great this Philly defense is, but when it when it mattered, they couldn't get a stop. I think Kansas City, yeah. Kansas City literally scored on, on every possession in the second half. Right, and even when, uh, even when I thought that the Chiefs were in trouble, um, I remember one pivotal play: Mahomes scrambling, the guy tackled him and rolled up on his ankle, and Mahomes was hobbling. He was his face is all in disarray. Said, oh man, yeah, just doing all this. Equivalent to Paul Pierce, damn, they're being on the wheelchair. Um, 
It was close. I thought they were going to get the. Uh, they were going to drive them off somewhere. Yeah, ha- uh, halftime came right in time for him. <laughs> needless to say, yeah. he comes back. He's a whole new quarterback. Like whoa! Like it just. I don't know, man. I, football is football, but hopefully the script writers they they uh, they write us in and, and have us doing something. I saw Vegas has the Lions is. I think the ninth or the tenth yeah, team so, to go into the playoffs. So I saw um, four or five different um, Vegas scenarios. Seen the Lions as high as ninth and as low as eleventh. Yeah, that's just that's insane. Like, what do they know that we don't know? Man? Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's yeah. before free agency or or, or the draft. Exactly. Like they can do some bullshit and don't draft anybody that's good. They can do something crazy, draft a kick or anything. Jawal Williams cannot resign. If he doesn't resign, a, you know, a bunch of different scenarios can happen. But I guess they said, hey, the Lions going to stand pat and then they're going to probably be stronger next season. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so looking into it, Juju Smith Schuster. Holding, not holding. Mm, that's a tough one. You know what? I didn't think it was too much there. It was a hold. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. When they show the replay and you slow it down, because whenever you slow something down, it just looks really bad when you slow it down. So it was a hold there, and even the defender admitted to holding. He he did hold. It was a slight hold. But do you need to call that? Because I, I don't seem – even worse things happen on, on both touchdowns. I don't see. Yeah, the the like I said, going back to the first quarter, um, there was a blatant hold on Juju Smith Schuster that was not not caught at all. So, yeah, I just I I just wanted to I wanted the NFL to paint a better picture because you know sometimes they do take the ball out of certain teams' hands and, and certain things happen, and I just wanted I wanted them to give Hurts a chance to to be great. Like I could, I know they, were, yeah. I wanted the Chiefs to to kick that field goal, make it, and then with like a buck and some change left, put it in Hurts hands and see where he can do with the ball, and see if he can get them in scoring position. Yeah, a lot of people um, said that we were deprived. Like it was a great game, but we were deprived of even probably a greater ending. Um, right. But shout out to to Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, not scoring. When Philly was just going to let them score to try to preserve as much time as possible, the the sliding down at the the one yard line, literally. Yeah, that that yeah, they they kind of had the the game in their hands at that point when they um when the guy he stopped short of running into. I thought that was a good move too. That was smart. But yeah, it just it felt like we we should have had a better ending. The game was so great the whole time and. And for that that pivotal call, it just felt like it just took some, you know, to win out the sales. But overall, I thought it was pretty cool. The halftime performance, I, I want I want your take on it because I have a different take on it. I I understand certain situations, but I want to hear what you have to say, Rodney. Um, it's not one of my favorites. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Um, I understand she was pregnant, 
Um, I don't know if you saw the interview she did like a couple days before the Super Bowl with uh, what's the old wide receiver for the Lions, Nate Burleson. And Uh she talked about having, you know, a a surprise. Never would have thought that was a surprise. Right. Uh, All of the lip singing caught me off of guard and just might was it got Melly Vanilli out there. Uh, one thing I will say is she is clearly not afraid of heights. Man, you know, I thought that one had to be one of the worst half times I ever seen. I'm not gonna even lie, that was terrible. She didn't even lip sync along with the like the lip syncing was the worst lip syncing. She didn't even have the mic close to her mouth the, the when her vocals came up. She was just like. <laughs> She basically was just like walking around out there. And like I said, I understand she was pregnant. But Rihanna, let's take a little bit of, of slack off of you. Let's bring out some special guests to at least help you or something. Yeah, I, 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 I thought we might get a Jay-Z um, sighting. Yeah, Jay-Z, somebody. Rick somebody Ross, maybe. Her. I knew Drake was in town, too. I said, well, maybe yeah, she made a meeting with Drake. Yeah, I said, well, maybe Drake and her made an amends. Cause they got a couple of songs together, and I'm like, that'll be perfect. Drake can come out and um, he can do like a little set. You know, she got. I mean, I, it was so many different scenarios they could have did for the Super Bowl, and you do this. It just it wasn't it for me, and I love Rihanna, but I felt like with her being pregnant and her not, I just felt like she saw she kind of like came up short in my opinion. Like I. I just didn't like it. Yeah, I I liked the the her dancer, the choreography was it was it was nice. Um, but I don't know, it, it was missing. Like this isn't one of the ones like twenty years from now you'd be like, remember uh, <laughs> such and such <laughs> halftime before. Remember when Rihanna, you know. Um, it, it wasn't memorable. Hell, I feel like Lift Every Voice and Scene was more memorable. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, when I put it to you like this, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a Rihanna fan. I love me some Riri. But that just, that, no. No, Riri. You don't, for the Super Bowl, I don't see Mary J come out and sing. Like, I don't seen a lot of people, you know, pantomize and stuff too, but I don't seen some people that really don't have the strongest voices in the world come out there and, you know, and they still came out there and sung. I know she's pregnant, but she can at least carry the tune or something. I don't think she even probably spoke once on that mic. It um, don't feel like she spoke at all. I I put it, uh, no, I don't know if it was the baddest the weekend. The weekend performance, I'm still confused about. I mean, the weekend performance, it was like a carryover story. I kind of got it. I kind of got it, like how it was a story carried over from his, his weird-ass, uh, videos that he was doing so i, I kind of get it but at least he sung she didn't see that one time Ronnie. i just i didn't yeah and then when her vocals came up because I, I was like she's not singing that can't be her singing <laughs> and then like she was just yeah, wait a minute it went from she not singing that song to damn is she pregnant again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i was like what's going on here and then i see my boy retweets all the talking about they don't call him asap for nothing yeah, like, man, he getting her, man, he making sure he getting all that money, man. He about to get her pregnant a couple more times. 
Jesus. I said, come on, man. Pop one up. Pop another one in. <laughs> I was just, and I thought at least, you know what else I thought too? I said, okay. Why, you know, why couldn't she bring him out? And like, maybe they do a song Yeah, I, 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 was, I was waiting on that. Um, I, I went through everybody that I knew was in town. Um, Jay-Z went off for dad mode or... <laughs> Taking taking pictures of, of Blue Ivy, love to love to see that though. But I'm like, yeah. it's it's people she could have brought out. I know everybody was surprised, and I know some people that loved the performance. It was a performance; it was, she wasn't seeing. Um, you had Carrie watching her said, "I heard it's a, a Rihanna concert being interrupted by a football game." Yeah. That's why I was like. She didn't, I don't know, man. She didn't show up to me. But a lot of people thought that that was just, like, the best thing ever. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I just didn't, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, that's that. Nice. And I don't know, maybe it's, it's an age thing because, you know, we, we were alive for Michael Jackson halftime performance where he literally stood there for five minutes and the crowd just... <laughs> Went crazy the whole time. Yeah, Prince, and that's what I'm saying. Prince doing purple rain in the rain, even though I know that his was not some people's favorite. Yeah, but it, you know, at least those people like they they kind of gave it they all. It just felt like she was there just to get paid, or either Jay Z hooked up his own people and just was like he can go out there and just pantomise all day long. Yeah, I I saw some. Uh, one of my coworkers didn't know that um, Jay Z was over um, music, and I was like, "Yeah, he from lift every voice and sing." Which I don't know. I had high hope for Rihanna going into it because I'm like, "Okay, um, God bless America was great. Lift every voice and sing was great. Even the national anthem. I'm not even in, in in the country like that, but he did a hell of a job." Rihanna, you just have one job. Just one job, man. That's why I was like, man, you got to be kidding me, man. You had one freaking job. So I, it just, I'm still disappointed. And now I'm like, oh, if if you let her get away with this, it just lets me know the next season is just not going to, no. Next season, I'm disappointed already. I'm disappointed. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's Vegas. Um, Definitely can't afford to attend to the game next year, but might go out to Vegas for the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, just, man. yeah, I, yeah, they'll have to go now back to the drawing board with that. So before we get into Bill the billboard for the second half of the podcast. Kansas City Dynasty, yes or no? Do they need to win another one? You know what? Yeah, I wouldn't say that they're they're much of a dynasty just yet. I say that they win one more than you're a dynasty. If they won like back to back, like consecutive, but they did go to the Super Bowl three times. So yeah, so Super Bowl three times within the last five years, uh, five straight AFC Championship games. No Tom Brady. 
I'll say give me I'll say give me one more. And Andy Reid's coming back. They have they actually have cap space. That's that's a scary thing. I would say give me so, give me give me one more Super Bowl appearance. It only have to be a championship. Then I can say dynasty. And here because right now Tom Brady spoiled. He got a spoil. And here's the other scary thing. It's that I heard today. Mm-hmm. Kansas City played the third most rookies of any team this season, started the third most rookies of any team this season. The only two teams ahead of them are picking one, two in the NFL draft this year. Wow. That's, you know, that's really surprising too. I would have thought that at least the, uh, I would have thought that the Lions would, would be up Yeah, there. Lions is, they're in the top seven. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know it's a lot of teams that played a bunch of young guys, but yeah, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, it, it surprised me too when I and and the other scary thing is they have eleven picks in this year's draft. Wow, yeah, they're gonna be loaded, man. So they're doing everything the right way. And none of those guys are getting a big head and trying to move on either. So no, you've already had Juju Smith-Schuster saying, you know, he was on a one-year deal that if my home wants him, he'll be back. Um. Sky Morris, yeah, Perchinko, the running back is seventh round pick from last year. Class is young, pretty young core defense. So that that's the scary thing. Uh, if Eric the Enemy doesn't take another job this year, I feel like he has a gentleman's agreement with Andy Reid to be the coach when Andy Reid leaves. Yeah, and that's why I'm I'm think I'm starting to believe that too. I was gonna say, you know, why why doesn't anyone hire him? But I, I quit that chatter once I realized that Andy Reid is closer out the door and I think uh Eric Bienemy is gonna take over for him, so I don't think he's gonna Yeah, um Andy Reid turns sixty five next month. Yeah, I just definitely Okay, my my other question, Dan Arlofsky said Patrick Mahomes is the second greatest quarterback of all time. Oh, wow, that's tough. Stephen right A. There. Smith has him in his top three. That's where, tough, man. And where do you rank Patrick Mahomes at now? I mean, do you? I don't I don't see. I have him top five. Wow. You know, I mean, I don't see too many great quarterbacks man like in you know around this i don't know man it's, it's something about the quarterbacks that i knew that took a beating and and still hung in there and and did their thing now like with this league where you're you can be 40 something years old and still play like it, it that's tough i think you know and a lot of people say this about tom brady I, i'm gonna bring tom brady into this and this is why Tom Brady was great. Tom Brady came into the league where the rules were still kind of like the old school rules where you could destroy oh, Tom, quarterbacks. Tom Brady took a hit his rookie year that now if he would hit been hit like that, the Yeah, he would be freaking <laughs> yeah, he'd be in the damn wheelchair. He'd be out of there. Brain damage and all. My thing is, Rodney, 
the rules have changed for quarterbacks like that where guys, you know, you really can't do too much to hit them or anything. And for wide receivers, it just it, the game is, is basically set up to where you can just score at will. And we've seen that in the Super Bowl, which was exciting. Guys just scoring whenever they want to because you really can't do too much or you can't jam a guy like that anymore after a certain amount of yards. You can't, you know, put your you can't even put your hands on them. You can't even don't even go nowhere near the, the quarterback's head. Don't even wave your hand or, or run into it. Your elbow can't even swipe by or it's a penalty. So I love Mahomes, but people are forgetting about, you know, the Dan Marinos, the the Peyton Mannings, you know. It's just it's so many great quarterbacks, man. It just I just yeah the Elways, the Montana. It's just too, no man. I, I for him to be top three, no. Yes. I just Stephen A. Smith said top show. three. Dan Arlovsky wow. said top two. Yeah, that's insane, man. That is insane. But at the same time, you know, I shout out to him. I know he's amazing. He is amazing. He, you know it. He's winning, and it takes a lot. Yeah, but when he, you look at the, could he catch Tom Tom Brady? That was the other question they had. It's just you look at this. You look at this league, Rodney. We just seen Jared Goff. I love Jared Goff, but we just seen Jared Goff throw for some crazy yards this season and have an amazing season. Is this what's really going on in the NFL, man, where quarterbacks that really aren't that great, are they just like, is this the thing now? Like everybody's just going to be putting up crazy numbers? So let me, uh, <laughs> to your point, because this is the other thing I saw on first take that kind of, I was like, hmm, well, maybe yes. And then I was like, well, maybe no. Jalen Hurst is a top five quarterback in this league right now. Wow. That's what I'm saying. How, though? I love, well, I love so, Hurst, too, but how? So, kind of have to, I guess, kind of go through your... Okay, so Patrick Mahomes is probably one, right? But see, this is my thing, Rodney. Okay, so is it more or less the teams or the system? Because if you look around the league, you look around the league, right, Rodney? Everybody had a damn good season. Like Fields had a good season. Golf had a good season. Kirk Cousins had a good season. Uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers' season wasn't necessarily. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers' esque, but. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers' esque, but it, was, it wasn't terrible. You know, even Tom Brady in that, the shitty season he had. He had wasn't really terrible. Yeah, he set some uh, records. I think he still yeah. led the league in, in passing and completions and attempts. So, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I don't understand. Okay, so the quarterback for uh, the Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith, Geno probably Josh just Allen. probably just threw his way into a thirty million plus dollar contract. Yeah, I'm like, what is going on here? Where mediocre quarterbacks, if you are are great now. And like the the fact of the matter is, they need quarterbacks like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers to get old, and not be as efficient as they were in order to move up. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I I do feel like the Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow's, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, they're the new 
Brady, Roethlisberger, you know, what have you. It, it, it would be, because I don't know how you do it in this day and age, to, to see how these quarterbacks would do um, not in whatever system that they're in. Uh, and I almost and then I almost feel like Valenti um, today because somebody was calling in like draft corner she was like for what did you just see how the corner got burnt on both the teams <laughs> like yeah like it doesn't even matter yeah it's not set up for corners are just there like to be honest everybody's everybody's just going nuts on the lion corners they're actually not that bad every corner is getting burnt in this league like quarterbacks are having amazing numbers i'll put it to you like this look at the san francisco 49ers it's the system all those quarterbacks cannot be that great if you put purdy if you put jimmy g if you put some of those guys on another team i don't think they're going to be that great so this is my thing too rodney so let's say if i put fields in the place of hurts do you think they still will make the playoffs? Yeah. If I put Jared Goff in the place of Hurts, you think they'll make the playoffs? With with the talent around <laughs> him, yes. Yeah. This, so that's this is why I'm so so the same thing with with Mahomes. If I put Hurts in Mahomes' place, you think they'll make the playoffs? Even they'll probably make it to the Super Bowl, right? Probably. Joe Burrow. Uh, I don't even throw golf in there. Like, it's just, it's got to be the system, man, because all these quarterbacks cannot be this great. Even Stafford was throwing up crazy numbers, too, even when he was with the Lions. And maybe because it's just the way the, the league is going right now where everybody can score. It feels like it's the NBA, Rodney. Everybody can <laughs> score fucking 50 points. Look at Cam Thomas. Now, why wasn't he doing that shit when KD and, uh, and uh, <laughs> Kyrie Irving was on the team? Like, get out of here. Leave us alone trying to change these rules and make everybody a star and make everybody like a face. It's irritating me. I don't know, Ronnie. It's driving me crazy. Because it, it, it's like, it feels like it's fool's gold. I was sitting here the other day, and I'm like, and we, you know, as a matter of fact, we had that conversation we were talking about on the show. Um, last episode or a couple episodes, and we were saying like maybe the Lions should draft a quarterback, and we never got back to it. No, it I, like, I well, just feel like they should have to point out. Yeah, but is this fool's gold, Rodney, or is golf really good and we just didn't? What is this? Can it be both? Can both things be true? Because I, I tell you what, if they're not I, true, then we in trouble. So I do feel like golf has gotten better, but and I do think it's partially because of the system. I, I, I think Brad Holmes and the the just the the front office has surrounded himself uh, with playmakers. When, okay. when you when you look at having um, Hawkinson and being able to get rid of him and your tight end don't lose production, you got Amara St. Brown. If Shark comes back, Swift and, and Williams, I, I feel like they put a lot of pieces. Hell, you, you got a pretty good offensive line that keeps them clean. 
No, I no, I I agree with that. It ha- and that's why we give kudos to Ben Johnson too. Ben Johnson, he you know he plays a pivotal part in some of the play the play calling and, and stuff of that nature too. And the same thing with um, being a me and, and some of the other people too. So you need all you need that you need that, and maybe that's just the direction that the NFL is going right now. I love I love actually seeing high scoring games. Uh, I know defense isn't really the thing anymore, and they're making sure that quarterbacks are able to make it to the next game. So that's pretty cool too. And also wide receivers, even though I don't know what's going on with some of the wide receivers, our favorite wide receivers, they just haven't been the same. Like, look at what two? I would say two, maybe three years ago. Do you know who the top wide receivers in the game were? At least I'll say the top three or four. Um, Tyree Hill has to be one of them. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Uh, uh, yeah, top three or four. All right, Tyreek Hill, you got the first one. Three or four years ago. Evans. Four. No, okay, so Evans wasn't, but... Michael Thomas from the Saints. Mike, Michael Thomas. Remember, he, he was damn near in the lead, and there was another guy, too, and he plays for Arizona. Uh, D-Hop. d Yeah. Where the fuck are those guys at? What the fuck is... The, what happened if they fell off the face of the earth, Rodney? Well, D. Hop. Yeah, D. Well, I, I, I you talk about <laughs> it. You talk about it. No, was Devonte yeah, Adams we, a product of the, of the Green Bay system? Yeah, that, I know. I know where he's at. And you swear to God that Derek Carr is a good quarterback, and I just don't like him. Well, we'll we'll find out because it seems like Derek Carr is going to be on the first thing smoking to New Orleans. No, he he said he's declining. The, he has a no trade clause in his contract, and he's not going anywhere. That's what he reported on ESPN this well, morning. Well, I think they're gonna release him. Yeah, that's what that, that. Yeah, and I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't see Derek Carr being great anymore. Like I, I don't see him being great anymore, Rodney. I just I, I gave all hope on on Devin on Derek Carr. Um, I don't know. If he couldn't do nothing with all those players that he had, I just I don't see him doing anything anywhere else. So he had Devontae freaking Adams, man. So here's my thing. And this is this is a hot take moment. Uh-huh. I don't think any of the quarterbacks that will be available this year, the the draft or free agency will be any good next season. Damn, that's a hell of a hot take. And you know what? You might be freaking right. <laughs> you might be right because I'm having the, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, man. But it depends on where it depends on where you go, man. Like you have to be yeah. freaking blind to not be able to throw to Evans or Godwin, man. Like you gotta you got it made if you can freaking go to Tampa Bay. So that so that's what I that's so. I know because Derek Carr spent a, a spent a few days in New Orleans, but I was looking like if I'm a quarterback, what's the best situation for me? It has to be Tampa Bay. The division sucks, right? You got a guy when you got Evans, you got you got an okay offensive line, you got a okay defense. I mean, they are going to be in salary cap hell, but you got some pieces. 
you got a lot of good pieces too. So and you can you can run that division forever. All you got, all they need is a legit quarterback. I mean, New Orleans, you do got Olave. Michael Thomas is still there. You don't know what he has. Alvin Kamari still, but what's the shelf life of a running back? Right. I, I don't. Right. The Jets. Uh, I, I I think I would pass on on the Jets. Yeah, if I'm if I'm a a, a decent free agent quarterback and I'm looking for a team that I know that I can that can help me get over the hump on most games. Like I love the Jets defense was kind of iffy. That's why I wasn't sure about Sauce Gardner. Um, I mean the defense is okay. The pressure, it just. Some of those games, man, it just it just didn't look good to me. Like the defense just didn't show up. So that game when they played against Seattle, they they didn't show up. They got smoked. They got smoked like the last three or four games of the season. It just was all bad. So here's one place I I definitely wouldn't go. I wouldn't go oh, to Ve- I, I wouldn't go to Vegas. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say you wouldn't go to freaking the Cardinals because. Of- I no, just knew you was going to say that. I'm done with my Cardinals hate for, for, for the off season right now, okay? Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. Because I believe the Cardinals are, I think the Cardinals are good, man. I think they're going to be all right. Um, we have a difference of opinion on that, so <laughs> I'll just look. But, I you hate Kyler Murray. That's okay, bro. But I, I, Josh McDaniels. He hasn't proven he can coach. I'm sorry. No, I agree with that. He has not. I'm, I'm. You know who else I'm nervous for too, and and I just, I, I they got to do something about the quarterback situation. Matter of fact, I think that a couple of the wide receivers are are overrated, and I think that they don't realize what they have. And now you're trying to put it on Sean Payton. To do something, it's freaking the Broncos. I think it's over with for Russell Wilson. Like, well, I think he's done. I'm not gonna say it's it's over with necessarily for Russell Wilson. I will say this: What assets did the Broncos have? That's what I was saying. Like, you gave up all your draft capital to get Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Yeah, you have none. So, I, I I don't do do you try to sign a bunch of free like what do you do? Where do you where do you even go? And you got Russ with all that money like who you can't even trade him. Are you do you release him? Like I I just I don't know what what you do. Yeah, like, it just so. makes no sense. Well, I have no. I said I. Did you see the 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 report about Sean Payton and he took the job despite <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson being there? I mean, he got eighteen million dollars, eighteen million reasons why. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. Denver's another place where I don't. I don't know what you expect them to be. Right, and that division is tough, man. They're not gonna win anything in that division. Like, let's just be honest. 
They're not gonna win anything in that. Rodney, it's it's kind of a wrap on them. It'll be next season. Will be interesting. I think next season is the season um, Dallas finally implodes. <laughs> now you think that? Well, here's the thing, man. I, maybe Dallas is staying pat, and they they know. They know. They know they're gonna just have to stay with what they have, man, and and keep most of the players that they have. Like I, I think they understand that. Like they they figured in their mind they're in a good situation, and they can have those players just grow. Mm, uh, well, I, for Dallas' sake, I hope you're right, but uh, I don't know. I do want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just. I think you have to cut cut Zeke this year. And I I don't know if that's if you look at it, Zeke didn't necessarily have a bad season. Like yeah, they had but, a two yeah, they know, had a two headed monster. I don't know if you can pay all that all that money for him to be uh the second head of a two headed monster. It feels like they got the same type of situation coming up that the Detroit Lions might be facing, Rodney, where you got to pay all these guys. I love having young players, but you got to pay these guys after three or four years, and then sometimes it just comes at you so fast. You're going to have to pay Sewell, so you don't want to overpay for Jamal Williams. You don't want to overpay, like you just mentioned also, a lot of players were hurt. Okuda has been hurt off and on. Now nah, you got to pay him this season. It's just too many. Here's here's another hot take. I don't think they paying Okuda. I don't think they are either. And I like I like Okuda, but I don't think he's worth keeping them. Keep they can't afford the fifth year option on him. Here's here's my other hot take. They not paying Jamal Williams if he can't see anything over three three point five. Wow. You think so? Uh, if he wants more than three point five, I'm letting him walk. No, I no, because that means that you won't pay him the same amount of money that you just paid for uh for DJ Chark. And DJ, I mean, what? You at least got to okay. I I say this. At least ten million a year. What forty million? Forty five? With what twenty million up front? For Jamal Williams, I'm not paying him over five. Don't want to pay him that. He's going to get that somewhere else, then he might walk, bro. Let let me ask you this. Starting running back for the Kansas City Chiefs made $800,000. Pachinko. The three-headed monsters, Miles, Scott, for the Eagles, none of them made over $2 million. I'm not paying... I'm sorry, this is this not you're you're not Derrick Henry, you're not the Damian Thomas. I'm not paying you. I think it, I think he means more to the team more than just his play too. I think he gives you he gives you so much more off the field and on the field too. Um, I think maybe his personality gets you a couple of million. We'll see. And that's that is true. Mm, I'm not paying over four. 
I really uh, only I really only want to pay three point five, but I'll give you four just because you mean so much to the team. Right, because I I don't know, man. That's tough. I say they wind up at least going eight. I say they <laughs> they go between eight and ten on paying him per season, and then giving him. Uh, I'm telling you, money. Brad Home is not going over five. Wow, that's tough, man. This is this is another one. This is another one of my predictions. If he wants anything over five, he will not be a Detroit Lion next year. So, do you believe they're going to resign DJ Chark? Yeah. To how much? Um, we'll do another ten. So, you believe that DJ Chark right now? We have a loaded roster full of wide receivers. And then they're talking about them possibly drafting a wide receiver, which would be amazing too. And that just builds on the uh, on the offense. It's a couple guys out there that they said are freaking well, amazing out there. You you kind of need an outside receiver. You got Jamison on one side, St. Brown on the, in in the slot. You put Shark on the outside uh, and with Reynolds. Uh, it's a passing league. Receivers are more valuable in this, and they offense than than a running back. That's true. I mean, you want to keep everybody, but like you said, I know I got to resign Sue. He's a priority. Um, I got to be thinking long term. Golf. Same Brown is a priority. Yeah. Big priority. Make sure you sign that man too. Hutch is, Hutch is shaping up to be a priority. You got and I love Sewell. Sign Panay, yeah, you gotta sign Sewell. That kid is great. Kirby Joseph looked like he's Gonna be your starting safety for years, so they they got some issues uh, to work around. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. They have to win. They have to pay. It reminds me of you know what they remind me of, but with huge problems. The thing we have all that talent. Remember the Detroit Pistons when they went to that uh, when they played the uh, LeBron and those guys, and they went to the playoffs and they got swept out the playoffs, and they had all that young talent. You had the Morris twins. You had uh, Tobias Harris, you, Andre Drummond. You had all these people, Reggie Jackson. You had all these people on the team. You're like, damn, how you know? How are they going to even pay all these people? And they wind up trading Tobias Harris and Boban and a couple other people. Then they wind up signing because you only could afford to pay a couple people a huge contract. And we already had Reggie Jackson under that contract. And then we wind up giving that money to Andre Drummond. Which was a huge mistake. So you had to pick and choose, <laughs> choose wisely who you want to pay. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, well, let's get into the Billboard top fifty rappers of all time. Oh, hold on. Wait, Ronnie. I wanted to say something too um, before we move on to uh, Billboard top fifty rappers of all time. Um, so from what I was reading. Um, it's an active shooter. Oh yeah, I missed you. 
at Michigan State. Yeah, so just praying for those people out there, man, and, and be safe, man. Lock your doors, stay in the inside. No time to be no hero. If you're hungry, all that stuff, just stay in the inside. Active shooter. I heard it was a couple fatalities, so just praying for them. Just wanted to say that, brother. Mm. Yep, just thoughts and prayers. Okay, so tough transition. Billboard, tough. Billboard, <sighs> top 50 rappers of all time. Um, ja Rule let his feelings be known, even though I kind of disagree with him that there's not 50 rappers out there better than him. <laughs> um, <laughs> a glaring problem I have with the list, you have Nicki Minaj at 10. Right. I just didn't understand that. They have Jay-Z at one. I get, I could argue against Kendrick being at two. Nas is at three. I feel like he should be at two. J. Cole, I think, is at 15, which I don't know how the hell you put him behind Nicki Minaj. You know what this does to me, man? It, it just makes me feel like everything that I, I listen to, everything that I heard, everything that I've seen, it feels like it's a lot when I look at these type of billboard things or a couple of the other things that we always look at when they always, they rank our rappers. and Because some of this is just bullshit. I'm just going to call it what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I would actually like to know the criteria. They, they have Rick Ross at 50. Hmm. Don't like it. Uh, don't necessarily hate that either. You have Rev Run, but you don't have DMC from Melly Mel. Some some of these older rappers you can debate about their placement on the on the list. MC Light forty seven, Nicki Minaj at ten. That's crazy. Foxy Brown is not even one of the Jada Kiss needs to go on a rampage because Jada Kiss at forty six is laughable as hell. And and brother, let me let me say this. And I look, I love old school hip hop. Hip hop is amazing, man. Ice T right? being and on the list is comical. No, Ice T is nice. I, I love Ice T, but him being yeah, Ice T. No, Ice T deserves to be on that list, brother. Ice T cold with it. But my thing is Curtis Blow. <laughs> yeah, that I was, love, I love that, was that was one of the ones I was like, um, yeah, come that, on, man. So I know Put you the probably rapping Duke on there. Then, you, you got Dr. Dre at forty. You don't have Royce, and him and Jay Z basically wrote the chronic two thousand and one. Ludacris at thirty nine <laughs> feel a little low. Gucci. Yeah, I thought that was. Yeah, I thought that that felt really low too, man. I love Fifty. That's my guy. Most you got him at seventeen, but no, bro. Most death. You know, Fifty Cent is not better than Ludacris. Yeah, you're not better than a lot of these guys on the list that they haven't. I didn't like the way that Ti was ranked either. I thought Ti should have been up higher. I would probably have yeah, Chuck D lower. Too. Yeah, I had Chuck D lower too, man. T.I. comes in at 32. 
Little Kim being at 31, I feel like she should be ahead of Nicki Minaj. Lauren Hill, same. Pusher T, uh, you can, 29 feels a little high for him. Yeah, no, I think he should have been higher than that. Black Thought should be higher than 28. Yeah, see, Black Thought should be, Black Thought should be lower, man. I, I love Black Thought. And my thing is, when we talk about top 20 rappers, Black Thought should be, he's in the top 20, man. And man. we talked about that, too. Method Man placement feels a little odd at 25. I got a good one for you, though, brother. Do you believe Black Thought is better than most deaf? Yes, I'll say this. So I love me some most deaf. But just looking at their output, I give it to Black Thought. Yeah, that's tough, man. It's tough, but yeah, that's Big Daddy Kane. That this it just feels forced at twenty. Yeah, it does. It feels like it's just forced, man. And Missy Elliott, you can make a case that Missy Elliott should be ten, and Nicki Minaj should not be on this list. No, no, we we got to show some love to Nicki Minaj too, man. We we can't. I ain't gonna say not be on the list, but not top ten, bro. Eighteen, not top 10. eighteen feels a little low for Ice Cube. How you feel about how you feel about Andre three thousand on the list at number twelve? I feel like it's too high. I love me some Andre three thousand. Um, once again, this goes back to the. This goes back to output. Right. Not enough. (laughs) That's that's actually why I would make the argument that Nas deserves to be two and not three on this list is because of his output late into his 40s. Damn near 50 with the announcement of um, King's Disease Forest on the way and him and 50 Cent has squashed their beef. Right. You could make an right, argument. I, I know Snoop Dogg is nine, but you could make an argument he should be higher on the list. Bro, you know what I just noticed too? Why is the game not on here? <laughs> oh my god. Are these people crazy? Well, let's let's talk about some people that are not on there. So the game not on there. Um, you can nuts. you can make an argument that the since they put little Kim on there that Foxy Brown should be somewhere beyond there. Um, yeah. um, you put Curtis Blow on here. You, you don't got put you got Curtis Blow. You don't have no Kooji uh, rap. You don't have Big L. Yeah. Wow. Hell, you can make an argument that Lupe should be on it. Yeah, you can make an argument for that. I mean, uh, we don't. You know what, Rodney? I want to know who will we take off. Let's 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 try that. Let's try that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Before we give get... me, yeah, give me five people. Uh, what you was gonna say, Rodney? Um, Sorry about that. We got about ten minutes left, so yeah, let, we can do that. Um, Curtis Blow, I'm taking off. 
I'm right with you. I'm taking them right off. Uh, let me see who else. Hello, definitely has to stay. Scarface definitely has to stay. 50 cents. Uh, I could make an argument that you could take him off, but I'm keeping him. Just not as high as he is on the list. Right. Now we're talking about impact. I just I know a couple. We both agree on Curtis Blow, so I'm definitely taking him off. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I'll take Gucci Man off. Yeah, he he. Yeah, we can we can agree on that. Yeah, I I just no. He, he just he doesn't do it for me. I don't understand how. Yeah, I'm gonna make an argument. Yeah. This is gonna be controversial because we're talking about rappers. I'm taking Dr. Dre off. Oh wow, that's tough. I mean, he don't really write any of his own raps, so. I don't know. That's a tough one, man. Because it, if you think about it, I mean, he so, had to start somewhere, so he did have to write somewhere down the line, right? I mean, but Ice Cube was writing his lyrics. Um, you know, he fell out with Ice Cube. I'm almost want to take some dope lyrics. I want to take Melly Mel off. I want to take Melly Mel off too. <laughs> Even though he, I do even know he got white lines in the message, and I love white lines. And I mean, you, uh, you could all make an argument of MC Light, although I want her to stay on this list. Bum B is a damn legend. Red Man should be higher. E40 should be freaking higher. Yeah, Gucci can come off. So, so far we got four. Because I'm agreeing with you on the majority of those. Yeah. Chuck D, uh, he feels a little forced at 34. It feels like I want to take Chuck D off. Yeah. That's what... <laughs> and, I... I, and I love Chuck D. And that's that. that it feels like, it feels like I want to take him off. Because I don't, so... This feels like a very New York center list too. Yeah, it just it just feels it, it just doesn't feel right. It does. So, um before we get out of here, who would you add? Well, for those people, um I definitely add the game. I think the game is awesome. I will add. I will add Jaru. I I remember when I heard about it, and Jaru was like fifty rap. Jaru has some hits, man. And a lot of these people on this list, I love Lauren Hill, but I'm starting to think to myself like, she riding that one album, pretty damn. She riding that one album for forever. Like, it just no. We got to figure out something about that, man. Because it, it just is not right. It's just not right at all. Even Tupac and Biggie did have more content than her. 
Like, and that just, I don't know, it just feel like, I think I'm going to probably leave her out of my top 50. Because some of the other rappers that can come in there too. I mean, I would even give the nod to Slick Rick. I just, I don't know, man. I just, it feels like, so, and I don't like the way the order is. They feel like we need to reorder this. Can we reorder this and add the people in that we want yeah, for so, a very special bonus uh, episode? Like the game, you can make an argument. Mace should be on the list. Cameron? Yeah, I'm about to just say Cameron. Um, Fabulous? Fabulous. Lupe. Yeah, Royce. Royce. Hell, you got most there. No Tali Kwali. Yeah, it just. Yeah, I just. Uh, wow, I just. Really confused, man. Yeah, and I, I want to move You can make an argument right. Eve should be on the list if you got Lauren Hill. Exactly. They got common at 37, man. I feel like I don't know. I mean, is he a is he a 37? I think he should have been a little bit lower, but Yeah, I got him paid in the forties. Wow, you got him in the forties. I don't know, because I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, okay. I don't know. Common He had that rebirth of his career thing. Because they got Lauren Hill at 30. Well, swap him and Lauren Hill. See, I, I could, they got, I don't know. Maybe I, it feel like I'm hating on Pusha T, but I don't think he should be 29. It feel like Pusha T should be up in like the 40s or something. Yeah. I, I, I like, Pusha I like T a lot ha- of other artists. Pusha T hasn't evolved. That's my issue with Pusha T. That's what I was saying. Like, if you, and if you look at the, the, the paragraph underneath them talking about like the talent and everything and like what's his yeah I just don't I don't see how Pusha T is ahead of Rick Ross I don't see how he's ahead of Ludacris or T.I. Or, or some of the other artists Little Kim they got him ahead of like Buster Rhymes what? Future I just I don't get it I don't get it at all but now I feel like the old nigga in the room. <laughs> <laughs> the old get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't understand this shit. Like, I'm, but, Rodney, that's our homework, okay? We're going to reinvent this Billboard's top 50. Yeah, well, you artists. already know who I got at two. Yeah, I know who you have at one. <laughs> I'm just going to, you know who I have at one and two then also, so. Yeah, so um, we'll get out of here on that note. <laughs> Catch us on Wednesday with the bonus episode. And hell, Billboard and Complex, stop making these damn lists. Yeah, driving me crazy. I can't sleep at night because of this shit. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah, we'll catch y'all on the B-side. Peace.